Guys, let me tell you something. I can barely tell what you're saying in this song, but I know that I love it to death. And if at all you do not like this song, then me and you cannot be friends. Yes, I said it. If you do not like this song, me and you cannot be friends. And that's on PWOD. Alright? Okay, so before we get on to today's topic, let's grab that drink. So, about a week ago, hey, about a week ago, week ago, okay, okay, that was not cool. Uh, I was saying, about a week ago, I did a poll on my Instagram where I asked my followers a question, and I think the question went like, have you ever considered not having kids, in bracket, living a child-free life? Yes, that was the question, and it was either yes or no. Uh, so the responses were either yeses or noes. And the results were 52% of the people who took part in that poll say that they've actually considered living a child-free life and 48% uh, responded no. And I know a couple of guys were in my DMs asking me uh, which side I voted and I voted yes. I've actually considered living a child-free life. Uh, I think it just it comes for me. It comes in waves. There are times that I think about it and then take a very long time without thinking about it, and then it comes back. Like I started asking myself questions about: uh, Do I really want to have kids? And why do I want to have kids? And this is very weird because this time around. The feeling of living a child-free life has been stronger than the other times I've thought about it. Wow, I said thought like a... <laughs> Did you hear that? <laughs> yes, okay. Uh, so moving along, uh, it's been stronger this time around than any other time that I have thought about not having kids. And the reason why that is a bit weird for me is because a couple of months ago I actually wanted a child so bad like it was like an itch that I couldn't reach and I just wanted to just get over there and scratch it it was that strong I really wanted a child and um let me tell you I, I don't know whether I should go into the details of that but let me just mention how I came to realize that uh, I, I really didn't want a child. It was something else that was manifesting as a need for a child. So I did a personal coaching program a couple of months ago as well. I shared it with my online followers on Instagram. Not the details per se, but when I was taking the classes, I'd show it online. And this program actually made me realize that I was unhappy with my work. I was unhappy with 
some aspects of my personal life as well. And that was manifesting in a need for a child. Like, I didn't feel fulfilled in my work. That was the biggest, biggest thing. I wasn't fulfilled in my work, in my role. And for me to feel like I was actually doing something, that was manifesting as me needing a child. Because I knew, I knew I will make a bomb-ass mom. I am capable of being a bomb-ass mom. I totally kill at that. And I just wanted something that made me feel useful, made me feel wanted, made me gave me a purpose in short. Yes, that's actually the word. I wanted to feel purposeful, like I had a purpose in, you know, this life. So when I realized that, it was both, it was both like I, I, I had both a positive and a negative reaction. And by a positive reaction, I mean... I was so, yes, that was me bopping. I am really sorry. I was so relieved that I finally knew why I suddenly had an urge to be a mom. And a negative reaction in that, I felt a bit, not embarrassed, not shameful, but I, you know that feeling of, I almost had a child to fulfill like a selfish need that I didn't even know I had. Like, can you imagine if I went ahead uh, to, like, get a baby and then later on this baby doesn't give me the same feeling of purpose that I was looking for? I would actually resent that child. And it hurt me to the core to just think that I will be selfish in making such a decision. I didn't know at the time. It, like, being selfish was not an intent, an, an intent that I had. It was not intentional. But it still made me feel bad. It still made me feel bad. Yeah, so that is why um, you could actually say probably that is one of the reasons why right now, if you ask me whether I want to have kids in future, it's, it's maybe and the yes is weaker than the no. Right? Yeah, so a couple of things as well have contributed to that. And I'm going to cover that as we move along. And I just want to say one thing. For all the women out there who feel like they don't want to have children, let me tell you, your feeling is valid. Don't ever feel like you're anything less. Don't ever feel like you're weird. Don't ever feel like you're not you're selfish because I've had people also mention that women who choose to not have children and they can, like biologically can have kids, they're selfish because there are women out there who cannot have kids even if they wanted to. Don't you ever let anyone make you feel any less because you have made that decision and you know why you've made that decision. And no one actually needs a reason as to why they, they do not want to have kids. You know, it's it's... No, like that decision is a complete decision. If someone says they don't want to have kids, that is a complete response. You don't need to ask them why, okay? But I'm going to mention some of the things that come to mind as I'm trying to figure out why I do not want to have kids. And I'm also going to uh, add a few points on uh, some, of the th some of the responses that people have given in terms of not wanting kids you know i've done a bit of research i've watched some videos i've read some articles and yes 
So the first thing for me is it's actually it's it's the financial commitment. Okay? So I think we do not realize how expensive it is to it is to raise kids. You know, even if it's just one child, like this child will need clothing, will need food, will need education. Basically, they're going to be relying on you until they're 18. And even after that, if, if they, they cannot stand on their own, if they're not independent, then it's for you as a parent to come in and help them out. Money is not a thing. Money is not a thing. But at the end of the day, I do want my kids to have the best life I can offer them. And if I'm not in the right place financially, then to be honest, I don't, I don't want to have them at that point, you know. And it's still debatable as to what enough money is when it comes to raising kids. So if I never get to a point where I feel like I have enough resources to raise a child and make sure they're okay for the rest of their lives, even if they decide not to do anything, then for me, it's just a bit of, uh, ish, ish, you know. I don't want to bring a child in this world for them to struggle financially. I don't, I, like, struggle also in any other way, but because you're talking about finances, let's talk about finances. Like, you see the way people say that um, every child comes, I just realized saying that in English will make a lot of sense. But basically what I've said, direct translation is, every child comes with their own plate. Meaning, like, like God will never let you have a child and not be able to provide for this kid. But haven't we seen so many parents out there who are struggling to provide for their kids? Like, haven't we seen that? So for me, financial, the financial aspect of it kind of, it's, it's, it's a big decision maker in my life. If at all, I want my kids to be fine. I want my kids to be fine. So finances, if I never get to a point where I feel like I'll be able to take care of my kids very well, then it's still a question of do, do, do I really have to have them? So the other thing is, uh, and this is also big, and it's coming from a vulnerable place in me. It's just the fear of passing down insecurities, limitations, and also like mental health issues. So what do I mean by this? So you do realize that how you act right now as an adult uh, was shaped by the people who raised you as a child. So let's take, for example, if at all you're not doing very well financially, if you're the kind of person who cannot keep money, even if you make money, but at the end of the month, you have nothing to show for it, you're not good with money. And I say good in quotes because, like, le- le- yeah, in quotes. So you're not good with money. Um, if you look back at the money beliefs that you were raised with, you will find your answer there. You'll find your solution there. For example, parents were so used to telling us, like, when you're growing up, I know so many people have had these, uh, money does not grow in trees. There was always no money when you asked for money from your parents, and that kind of gave you a lot of insecurities and limitations when it comes to money. So for you to actually validate your fears that money is not enough, you actually end up using all your money before 
end month because that struggle of not having money kind of validates what you grew up knowing and it's a some sort of a comfort zone it's familiar it's a familiar feeling so it's okay even if it's not okay all right so limiting beliefs it's a very very wide topic i'd urge you to go and just read about it and take a step further and like know where your limiting beliefs came from and how you can change them so for me it's also a fear of passing down limitations insecurities and mental health issues because when our parents and caregivers passed these insecurities limitations down to us it was not intentional they didn't just come and say "Eh." so for this kid i want you to grow up uh without being good with money. So I'm going to teach you that money does not grow on trees. Money does not come easily. You cannot make money from doing something you love. No, they did not say that. They they are not bad people. They actually passed these things down to us without them knowing. It was not intentional. So for me, I'm like, are there things that I don't know are limitations yet and insecurities yet and might I, might might I sorry might I pass them down to my kids without me knowing because guys let me tell you limitations they like they dictate they dictate the quality of life that you live and me I want to give my kids the best so there's also that fear I don't want to pass down limitations insecurities and all that and for me remember at some point I'd even say that uh, I wouldn't date, I wouldn't have a family until I figured out every single one of my insecurities and healed myself. Because I don't want to pass down all these things to my kids. I don't want to pass them to my partner. I just want a healthy relationship and healthy family. Do you feel me? Yes. For mental health issues, you've actually... I don't know whether you know this, but there's some mental health concerns that have been um reported to la- to to wow they want to say land to run in a family right so like you can hear that in a certain family uh someone is depressed and then someone comes and tells you that even their grandfather was like that their great great grandfather was like that so for the mental health issues that probably I don't even know I have I'm so scared of passing them down to my kids, right? So for those who don't know my mental health journey, um I have I have I have fought depression before. So something that I really openly so something that I openly talk about nowadays. Uh all because I figured out what was like what what was pushing me to be in that state and I kind of worked on it and I'm much better now I've actually not gone back to that place in a very long time but I fear like what if this thing is possible to my to my babies I don't want my babies to to struggle and to be in that state I wouldn't wish that for anyone even my worst enemy I wouldn't want to wish that for anyone so there's also that and um Something else is, and this might sound even <laughs> a bit, a bit far fetched, but guys, environmental concerns. You know, like people have given. Um, this is not. This is not particularly my point, but there are guys who have mentioned that they don't want to have kids just because of environmental concerns or the, you know, like the sustainability of the human population on Earth, right? 
So for me, I feel like this is a 50-50 kind of thing. Because, you know, Earth or the universe will always balance itself out. Okay? Like the laws that govern the universe, the Earth, they've they've been set in motion in such a way that they will always balance themselves out. So if, if at all we become too many for the planet to sustain, then something will happen and it it's it's gonna reduce that population to you know a place where the earth can sustain it. That's also another concern. Like do you like um I don't want to imagine like bringing kids over here to this to this earth that is currently being brutalized by humans, like me and you also uh among the people brutalizing the environment in one way or another, you probably know it or don't know it. And um Something happens to just bring everything back to balance and they're here. For example, there might be floods. There might be earthquakes. Who knows? Like all those things that will kind of reduce the population of Earth. When I think about my kids suffering such kind of a thing, I'm like, whoa, whoa. I don't want to bring my kids to this Earth to, to suffer like that, you know. And probably this might not happen in hundreds and hundreds of years. And probably this might happen as soon as tomorrow. Who knows? No one knows. But I don't want my kids to go through all that. I just want to... I just want them to be in a place where they're safe. And right now, the place where they're safe is just actually inside me. (laughs) The way they are right now. You know? So there's also that. Environmental concerns in terms of population. That I'm not really worried about. What I'm worried about is the instability of um the whole the whole environment like what happens if there are forest fires what happens if there are earthquakes what happens if there's a flood and wipes like half of the population away i know that seems like it's out of this world but who knows we actually do not know um another fear for me would be and this is very legit just the fear of pregnancy there's the fear of childbirth there's the fear of ppd postpartum depression you know like the whole pregnancy journey is not it's not an easy journey it's not easy like you're actually making an entire human being inside of you right you go through changes you go through all these things and not this for me i'm not worried about at becoming fat and getting stretch marks and having swollen feet. Me, I don't care about all that bullshit. I'm okay. I'll grow fat. I'll still, like, get back to my size. And if it doesn't happen, then it's also okay. Like, I don't think I'm vain like that. But the fear of uh, the pregnancy and childbirth is actually, like, complication-wise. So what happens when, probably a few months into my pregnancy, I get some complications that maybe put both me and the baby at high risk. And one of my biggest fears is having to choose, like, between me and the child. Like, whoa, like, at that point, what kind of emotional uh, burden is that if you have to choose between your life and the life of your child, you know? So, and women have had to go through all these things. The fear of childbirth as well, that thing looks painful as hell, guys. I just, I can't imagine. And, 
you might say that it takes it doesn't take that long to birth a child but guys people have gone into labor for more than 24 hours and i'm imagining if at all my period cramps are severe the way they are i can hard, i can hardly handle them what about like labor contractions for real like hey imagine just thinking about it right now i'm sweating i'm just like Mm-mm, i'm sweating although that's not like a very very bad concern of mine i think it's something i can handle ah like in me something in i just especially when i'm on it's that time of the month and you know you're cramping you're cramping your abdomen out you're cramping your back and your thighs out and you just think about childbirth and you're like what no i don't think i want to do this you know uh the other fear is about postpartum depression women have actually gone th- through it's 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 something that happens when you give birth uh it's an after it's an after birth a uh, kind of condition postpartum depression where women get depressed get into a depre- depressive state is a depressive state i think that's what it is i don't know so much about postpartum depression but if it's like any other kind of depression then i cannot imagine just like having to live the best time of my life you know i have this little bundle of joy and i can't even find the happiness to just be present with them you know you've heard about women doing crazy stuff because of postpartum depression some women have killed their kids some women have run away just gone and never come back and the biggest care when it comes to this is that not many people know about it and the stigma around it even women are scared of saying that they're depressed like well can you imagine having to explain to someone that you don't want to hold your child because you don't feel that connection because you're depressed you don't know what's going on with you but you don't feel that connection with your child and it's all because of ppd like i can't even imagine what kind of emotional burden that is or what that does to you emotionally like you really want to but you cannot Ah, it just it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. And it's it's a scare. It's a fear of mine. I won't even talk uh, more on that. I'll just leave it at that. Yeah, so the other thing uh will be the fear of fucking them up. And by fucking them up, I mean like what if what if I'm a poor parent like what if I raise them? This is kind of connected to the limitations and securities bit. But what if... <laughs> what if... What if... The decisions... Like, these people are dependent on me fully. These kids are dependent on me fully to make decisions for them until they are of age to make their own decisions. What if the decisions I make are low-key selfish and I don't know and then they end up fucking up my kids you know, like, what if I decide my kids are going to be homeschooled and then that kind of have, it kind of ha- has a negative impact on them in the future? Like, how do I even take that back? I'm trying to do the best that I can as a mom, as a parent, but what if my decisions actually fuck them up? Oh my goodness, I, I don't even know how to live with myself. So there's also that. Something else would be... um. The world is just like generally a scary place. Leave alone the environmental concerns that I mentioned. But there are things like bullying, there's rape, there's crime, there is 
brutality, there's inequality, there's racism. Oh my goodness. Just seeing all that just breaks my heart. And sometimes I just ask myself, do I really want to bring my kids into this world? So what if they go through all these things? How do I live with myself? They didn't ask to be to be born in such a world, you know? And like I don't know. I just don't know how to I think that's that's very deep for me. It's very deep for me. I don't I don't know how anyone kind of gets over the fear of bringing their little bundles of joy, their babies into this world, this scary world. And I know the world that it's 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 both beautiful and scary, but it's still scary, right? So I want I want them to experience the good parts. There's so many things about this world that that is good, but there's also so many things about this world that is bad. So it's like a 50-50 game. And once they're in this world, I don't know which side they're going to experience. And that's just, it feels like too much for me to gamble with. It just feels like too much for me to gamble with. Um, another thing would be, uh, I'd say, I, I don't want to say, I don't want to say that this does not really apply to me, but there are also very many women out there who are pre-programmed without maternal instincts like they just don't have the maternal instincts and it's okay it's imagine it's fine like they're they're not the motherly kind they're not a motherly kind and so bringing a child to the world for them this kid would actually suffer with that that kind of love from a mom right in a lot of psychological stuff uh there is something that is called re is it remothering yourself like mothering yourself again and this happens like it's 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 usually taken up by people who feel like uh they were not raised their mothers were not there for them in a way that they needed you know and some of these moms it's cuz they do not have maternal instincts in them it's not intentional that a mom would watch their kids cry and not even pick them up and comfort them. You know, like they don't have that instinct. It's just not in them. So some women are born without the maternal instincts. They never really get it. And forcing such a woman to have kids, it's selfish for the kids because they will definitely, definitely grow up with a void inside them. I cannot do that to my kids. Um, for me, I believe I have maternal instincts. I do believe that. And my heart goes out to every woman out there who really want to have kids, but they feel like they will fuck them up because they do not have maternal instincts. I feel you, man. I do. So closely related to that, or not at all, I'm not so sure, it will be about career ambitions. So some women... They do not want to give up their whole lives and their whole careers uh, to raise a family, you know. So let me tell you an example. For me, this is something that I tell myself. Because, you know, it's, it's not completely that I don't want to have kids. just that I'm at a time of my life where I'm rethinking the whole idea of having kids. So I keep on saying this. If at all I do have a family and if at all I do have kids, I want to be a stay-at-home mom. 
for as long as I can. For as long as I can. I want to raise my kids. I want to be there for their milestones, all their milestones, and still be able to provide for them. So that would mean like some sort of a new new age career that I work remotely from home and, you know, which is very possible. Like now it's very possible for you to have an entire career working from home. I want to be there for my kids 100%. But then there are women who feel like having kids would slow down their career ambitions and it's okay if at all your career is the most important thing in your life it's not a bad thing and you feel like having kids they will come in the way of that uh probably you'll have to step aside from your career a bit and take care of them and that will probably make you resent them or you might be forced to just leave them to be raised by nannies for the rest of their lives you know, their kids who actually grow up and they do not really know their parents because their parents were not really there when they were growing up. They were working and traveling and doing all these things. So there are such people, and I do understand. It's okay to prioritize your career over family. It's fine. Uh, it's the same way people prioritize families over careers. Everyone has their own choice to make. And who are we to make people feel shamed or embarrassed about the choices that they want to make for themselves you know to each their own and it's also very okay um for me a, a very close connection to career ambitions that i might say for me is that i consider myself a freedom chaser and by this i mean like i hate feeling confined or restricted and it happens everywhere like at work in my relationships, whether intimate or friendships, I just hate feeling restricted. Like, if I don't have the freedom to do other things, then I sabotage that thing that is restricting me. And I'm not so sure how having kids will make me feel. Will I feel like I just have to give up everything to just be here? Or will I actually be okay with it? Because it's hard to tell. If you're not at that position, then it's hard to tell how you're going to act, you know? So I'm a freedom chaser. I want to be able to wake up tomorrow and say, uh, I'm going to move to coast and continue working from there. Or I'm going to move to a smaller house and make it work. Like be a minimalist and make it work. But now when you have kids, you have to consider other people before you make your decisions. If anything makes me feel restricted, I sabotage it. Relationships work. I'm not so sure about kids and I wouldn't want to find that out when I actually have them kids here with me. What if I resent them? What if I sabotage everything and these are kids. You can sabotage kids to be honest. So probably I'll end up being probably unhappy, but for their sake, which I can, which I can actually do a hundred percent. But then I also want to live my life. I want to live a quality life. I just don't want to live for the sake of living. I do want to live a quality life. I want to have a good time here. And at this point, it's just hard to know whether how that looks like in future. Does it look like child-free or does it look like a family and a husband and kids and all these good things, you know, and a dog? <laughs> yeah. So, um... There's something else that I usually fear. Like, who is going to protect my kids when I'm not here anymore? What if I die and probably, God forbid, I die when my kids are young 
And then probably my husband decides to remarry and the new wife becomes an asshole to my babies. Like, hey, me, I'd be turning in my grave, to be honest. Like, when I think about it that way, I'm like, Jesus Christ, I don't want to leave my kids here alone. The thought of just, the thought of them being alone breaks my heart. It does. It does break my heart. Because have you been to town at night and seen all those street kids? Very young kids are sleeping in the streets. Some of them, yes, do still have their families. But some of those kids have come from homes that maybe one parent has remarried and the other partner does not want them around. So maybe they send them to their grandmother and then they run away because they don't want to live there. To be honest, it's not a life that I would want for my kids. And if it's a possibility, then I have to think long and hard about having babies, right? So, um, there's also one aspect that I, I didn't know whether I should mention it or not, but I've actually raised, I've had a taste of raising kids with my nephews, my nieces, you know, our family, family kids, and... I enjoy the work most of the time, but there are times that you you kind of have an experience and you just low-key, and I know this is going to sound so wrong, and I'm really sorry if it sounds so wrong, but you low-key kind of thank God that you do not have kids because it's, it's just too much work. Because if, if you've never spent a whole day with a kid in your care, I urge you to do that before you actually decide to have kids. Take care of kids and see how it, it goes for you. I thoroughly enjoy them, but I, I also want them to behave. Like, I don't want them to be uh, rowdy out there. I like kids who are well-behaved. And then that also sounds a bit selfish for me because it's like saying, yes, I want kids, but I want you guys to be what I want you to be. So if I say that you're going to be intelligent and behaved and all those things, then it's what you're going to be. And it, I hate just thinking about it that way. Although, I know that I love them regardless. Even if they're not behaved per se, I still love them regardless. But guys, it's actually, it's tasking. Taking care of kids is actually tasking. So, there are moments that I've spent time with these kids and I'm like, whoa, do I really want to do this for the rest of my life? Okay, probably not the rest of my life, but for a huge chunk of my life, you know? And it's still question marks over there. So, um, I also do, like, have a, have fear of the other side. Like, what if I decide to live a child-free life and then... When I'm 50 and cannot have kids anymore, I regret my decision, you know? I also think about that so much. And it's something that I've not gotten around, like, knowing what I'd do. If I get there, and I regret my decision. I've not made a decision yet, guys. Just get me right. I've not made a decision yet. Right now, I'm just thinking, like, more on, on the aspect of living a child-free life. I've not made my decision. I love kids to death. If you know me, you know I love kids. I love kids with all my heart. All my heart. I've always wanted to have a charity organization for kids since I was really young. Um, I'm always just... You see the kind of people who you see at a restaurant just 
adoring kids around. Like I'd see a baby and I'd stop and just stare or just make funny faces to them. I love kids with all my heart. I do, guys. But then at the end of the day, you have to realize that the decision to have a kid is not just from the place of, ah, I love the way they look. It's not just, it's, it's, that's, it's not a simple decision. You have to go in and ask yourself a lot of questions. Can I sustain this kid for the rest of their lives? Am I a good mother? Have I healed myself enough for me to take care of another human being without screwing them up? You know, how do I want to do this parenting thing? Am I going to be a single parent or do I want a partner? What happens if that partner decides that they do not want to be with me anymore? Then how do we go about raising these kids? There's a lot of things to consider, guys. And yeah, it's just it's, it's just quite a lot. And something that I want you to realize is that as human beings, we are constantly evolving. And for me, that's the beauty of life. Like, just look back at who you were one year ago. I'm very sure the aspects of you that have changed right now, if you just look at yourself keenly, they've changed. And for me, I've come to a place where I am embracing my evolution. Like, if today I wake up and I don't want to have coffee anymore, and a few weeks ago I couldn't function without coffee then i accept that this is this is how i am right now and it's okay it's okay treating treat yourself with compassion no matter which side you evolve to treat yourself with compassion right but then get into understanding why you are evolving the way that you are don't just evolve and stay like that try and understand yourself so that you just make sure that your evolution is not damaging you am i making sense yeah, your evolution is not damaging you. And you're actually becoming better as a person and not, like, damaging yourself. Let me just say damage. that Because that makes a lot of sense at this point. So, the current version of you right now will not exist forever. Have you ever just thought about that? It won't exist forever. And even though... Like 10 years from now or even 50 years from now, you still have the same aspects that you, you have right now. It's still okay. Some, like evolution does not mean like the whole of you has to change. Upon now, you can just change small bits. You can change huge chunks. But we are constantly evolving. That's the bottom line. We are constantly evolving. You need to treat yourself with compassion no matter how you're evolving, and you need to understand where you're evolving the way that you are so that you can know whether your evolution is useful or it's damaging you, right? That's the main thing that, that's the best thing that you can actually do for yourself. And I know for some minutes there, I kind of um, digressed, but all in all, if you want to have kids if you do not want to have kids, all of you, all of us are worthy. Like, despite our decisions, all of us are just worthy. And you do not need any reason to not have kids. Like, don't ever feel like you need to justify your your reason to anyone. Whether you want to have kids or don't want to have kids. But I'd urge you, if at all you want to have kids, then go into it consciously. Don't let it be a mistake. 
don't let it be a thing that women do so i'm actually gonna do it myself no ask yourself questions very important question because this is an entire human being you know it's an entire human being that you're gonna be raising that you're gonna be creating and the small space that they're gonna fill this world they will impact the whole world from that small space that they occupy they will impact the whole world okay so whatever you're doing now will affect everyone else around. So you need to be very conscious in your decisions, in the decisions that you make, okay? So um, I think I'm going to put a video, uh, a YouTube video, a link to a YouTube video that I watched on Dadasphere about not having kids. I'm going to look up a couple of more as well and just uh, put them in the description box of this episode and if at all you're interested you can still go in and just check them out and watch uh some videos of women who have decided to go the child free way i'll also i'll also look for some who have gone the child free way and regretted and you know something like that i want it to be diverse i just don't want to be here for the guys who chose the answer yes that they actually consider not having kids i accept everyone I feel like every decision is valid and I appreciate every type of person in this world, guys. Despite your decisions, you are a worthy human being and you are valid. So I'm going to end this here. It's actually really long, 40 minutes long, but it was worth it was worth the whole the whole the, the time that I took to record and edit this. And I'm going to see you very soon. I'm going to see you very soon. Let me not say that I plan on doing this a little bit more often because, like I said, I wouldn't promise you anything now. I'm just going to act and hopefully that is going to be an acceptable apology for not being consistent over here. All right? Okay, so bye, guys. I will see you next time. Love and light. <laughs>